podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Laura. We are sisters and business partners. As we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So, Lars, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh, yeah. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, welcome back. I'm Laura Leyland. This is Tony Greenwood. Yes, yabba dabba do. <laughs> Weren't expecting that, were you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> Not at all. I'm the uh, co-founder and MD of Fresh Perspective Resourcing with my fabulous sister, Emily, mm. who I think is on holiday still. Don't know. Nobody knows. But Tony's here. Yeah, I am. Tony, I'm, what I'm, do you do? I'm... I'm um, I'm Tony, I'm 38 from Chorley, I'm head of broadcasting and entertainment, I don't know what you're laughing at. Tony uh, apparently has been frozen in time because he's been 38 for a long time. <laughs> I'm deputy head of positivity, I'm also sales director for Beartown Brewery. Um, oh my god, you know what, I've just realised why you don't age. <laughs> because you do all the cold water therapy, it's like being frozen well, in a cryo chamber. I've stopped doing that. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I find it uncomfortable. And I don't like putting myself in uncomfortable situations at the moment. I've been I've been in the crowd chamber, yeah, uh, but I've not been back since. And I've stopped having cold showers, predominantly because uh, that's the, my I, my attitude is poor. What can I say? Poor, isn't it? Okay, right. Well, let's move on. Hello, <laughs> we're in, we're back in the podcast studio. <laughs> greetings, greetings, greetings. Um, I'm, I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm just going to come out and say it. This is episode 154 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. But Laura, please share with everyone. Share with me now. What is that in Spanish, please? Episodio numero 154. Wow! So many different sounds of Spanish in that sentence, weren't there? <laughs> so up and down, isn't it? Up and down is a great phrase. Today, <laughs> up and down today's episode is all about knowing your worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tony created the title. He it, did? Yeah. Which is novel. It's, well, it's, I think I'll call it unique. <laughs> I, think I got a, once in a blue, blue moon. Blue moon. How many, how many moons are blue? Not many, right? Not many. That's why. That's where the saying comes from. I've never seen a blue moon, though. And what is what classifies they, as a donkey's years? I don't know. Is no. it longer than dog years? Maybe. Must be. If you know how many years donkey's years is... Please send Vicky Taylor a message on LinkedIn and tell her. <laughs> I would be very interested to know the answer to this. Oh, I might to, Google it. Send it to Laura Leyland as, as well. So what's the title of the podcast episodio? Yes. Can't buy me love. Love, love, love. Which I think is from the Beatles. It is. Um, I love the Beatles. For younger listeners, you won't know who they are, but they were a band um, many moons ago from Liverpool. They were fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, we put that because it was hard to come up with a title because all the other ones about like success and knowing your worth are all about money and which is not what it's about. (laughs) What was and what was the Madonna song that we material? Oh my god, Material Girl. Which Tony thought was Peter, Peter Andre, Andre, but, but it that, isn't. That's Mysterious no, Girl. Yeah, Mysterious mm, Girl, I want to get close, close to you. you. But, oh my God, oh. he's one of the headliners at Carface next Is it, month. Are you going to that? Yeah. God, you're getting around, aren't you? Yeah, so so it's Material Girl, Madonna is what we were going to sing and title it. But we didn't want it just to be about material things. No. Some people define success with material things. Yeah. but They maybe are a material girl. Material girl. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's Michael Jackson. Anyway. We need more 80s music on the podcast, don't we? And yeah. I enjoyed singing that. I sang it all in, in my car to myself on... Whenever I Which was is talking. something that you don't usually do. You I never usually complain the about the singing. I do. I do. I do complain about the singing. Predominantly because I don't like it because I'm not very good. Me neither. But no, I still you're definitely not very good either. Um, <gasps> this is a part in the podcast where we usually tell you what we've been up to. And uh, we're going to do that now. Okay. Right. Ready. I'm playing golf uh, well, next week. Trying to. Yeah. And I've not swung a golf club for... Oh, I thought when he said it was... Thursday. I thought this week. No. Can't we, can it? No. Oh, so we've got some time. Well. Right, okay. This yeah. makes it better. I'm a bit worried that um, I've not swung a golf club for, I don't know, maybe five years. Oh. Yeah. And like, it's a proper corporate golf day with some proper prospect customers. Proper and corporate people. Pro- pro- proper corporate people. And um, I'm just a bit worried they'll be a bit shite. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Some other people will be shy, but yeah, it's fine. I know it's all about it's all about the. Yeah, uh, you could say if you if you're not doing great, you could be like I know what we should all do. We should run to the next hole, and that is something that you excel in. <laughs> I do excel at running. <laughs> Speaking of, um, so then I, you could redeem yourself. Yeah, I've I've started doing, and you have as well. I've started doing a little bit of uh, cross training because myself and my MD uh, Joe Manning, shout out Joe, we are assessing our fitness levels till the end of August. Okay. And if we are in position, we are going to book a high rocks double for January. I had a look and I don't think the dates are are on. They are. Are they? What day is it? I can't remember. Oh, okay, good. I need to have a look. I need to get booked on. I did a half high rocks with Pete the other week in the gym. Tell me more. So we just did half the distances of everything. Same weights, but half the distance. Yeah, same weights, apart from the sled pull and push and the farmers. Because I'm doing it with Pete, I have to do it the men's weights. You do. So I need to build up to those weights. So we did it at half to 70% of the weight. What's the farmers will carry? 24 in each hand. So I did my farmers carry a few weeks ago with that. I thought it was, and I did six six laps of the room, which I think is 150 meters. I don't know. Is it 150 meters that you need to do? Can't remember. I think so. So yeah. So half high rocks. Wow. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Where did you go for the run bit? Uh, just on those um, air runners in the gym. You know those treadmills, but at the, the other curved gym, ones. Yeah. Can't use them. But on, at the off. gym that I go to regularly, I'm going to map out how far it is half a k and then run back, so I can train at that gym as well. I. I, I, those air runners where you they're a treadmill aren't they they're an air yeah. treadmill and the what trick you, is to, to to run in the bottom of the curve if you try and run too far on it you'll always feel like you're falling back because of fe- the curving i fell off oh yeah so i've not been on it since but i really want to do a it half is weird to get used to i can do i really want to do a half high rocks now that you've done one because i've got i've had cortisone injections in my knees ladies and gentlemen so i literally feel like a bionic man i ran 19 kilometers a few weeks ago and i feel like a king oh this I, is so good i've got issues with me the you'll have to now, come to that gym with me it's eight pound and we'll I'd love go to do a half one, high rocks. one weekend yeah i yeah. might even be high rocks training in the morning with joel at alchemy in darwin shout out joel oh um, very good I really want to get. A, I really want to do a half high rocks. I can. Do, I can. I smash the ski. I smash the row. I can do the farmer's carry. You can do the running. 
I could do the running. You easy. could do the sandbag lunges easy. Well, it just all depends on the knees, doesn't it? And now where we're where we're where What we're about burpee burpee broad jumps? Yeah, same. Yeah. Ooh, I'm not sure about. So, oh yeah. And then what about sled pull and push? Yeah, easy, easy. Farmers. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and um, ski erg. Yeah, easy. Oh. I can do I can do a thousand meter ski in three thirty four. What would you think would be the hardest uh, lunges? Oh, lunges, right? Feel my okay. knees. Run Feel it. my knees. That's for Sammy. Feel my knees, <laughs> Sammy. Turn around. Um. Well, when you're doing <laughs> it with your in your partners, so if you are better at something than your partner, you could do more of that, and then they could. do I'm more great lun- at running though. And you have to run together yeah, though. Yeah, no. And then you could do. They could do more lunges for you, and you just have to pay them back. In other, in other ways. I, I'm great at rowing. I'm great at the farmer's carry. It's, e- it's easy. Oh, we're at wild balls. Not done any. I don't have the ability to do them at the gym. All right, okay. Well, you need to come with me then. We'll yeah, all right, well, we'll do that. Um, you, you went running last weekend, didn't you? Ran a long way. Oh, my God. Ran a long way. So I've been out with the running. So if, if you don't know, you're not listening to podcasts before. Why so not? I have no idea. You need to go home. Unbelievable. Uh, we are training for a marathon in October. So we're trying to get distance on the legs. So I've done 16 miles with the running club before. And Jess Brindle, Hi shout Jess. out to you again. You're she right. got me through that. Without Jess, I don't think I would have done it. Well done, um, Jess. So I thought I'll try and do 16 miles again, but on my own. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I went out, did 13 miles. Something was digging in me from my backpack. So I stopped to take that off and sort it out. And then I looked up and Ian Myers was there. Oh, I'm Ian like, Myers is from I feel club. like I've just conjured you up to give me some motivation. Yes. Morning, Ian. And then uh, I carried on and it was all right. I had to stop twice at a shop to get a Lucas egg because it was well hot. But I got mm. into Exton and I had three miles left. And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I cannot do this. I was so close to ringing a taxi or getting on a bus. I had to text Tony. I'm like, oh. I need some motivation. I'm dying. <laughs> but what you failed to, no, you didn't. What you couldn't see for all the wood for the proverbial uh, um, tiredness trees was that it was really hot. You maybe didn't have enough fuel on board. You'd already done a big, you know what I mean? You're running in an afternoon. You know, there was a lot of factors against you that meant it was already challenging. So... Mm. Yeah. So, oh so, my god, it was hard. So I had and it was to like, hot. It was twenty four degrees. It was. Cause I didn't think it would be that bad because it wasn't sunny, but it was proper humid. And you were out for like nearly four, four hours. hours. It took me ages. I can't believe how slow it was. But it's because I had to instead of changing the goal, I had to change the plan. So instead of just running back home because I just didn't, couldn't do that, I had to. I made a deal with myself. I'm like, right, I'll walk up the hills, and then I'll run down them and run on the flats. And it's all about. So it's time on the feet. Yeah. So you've done four hours of exercise, which I know is like, oh my God, I only did 16 miles. In, but right, that's not the issue. The issue is you've exercised and been out and about for four hours. Burnt 2,000 calories. Yeah, no doubt. And then, so I got over at three. 2,000? You'll have done more than that easy. That was my active calories. I got back. I had, um, I had a shower, which I was surprised that I could manage to do. I ate some food, and then I lay on the couch and watch TV from half three until nine o'clock. <laughs> Excellent. You deserve that TV time. Oh, God. And, and how many treats did you... There oh, no, yeah, nobody so else much. in Chorley that day could have any treats because Laura ate every I single ate, one. I ate everything. Literally cleaned out Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> Laura cleaned out Aldi. That's what happens when we do a big run. Oh. I did a big run. Well, that's one of my favourite things after it because I can eat what I want because I've burnt so many calories. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So it is a lot, isn't it? That's, that's one thing that I think about. And another thing that, that got me through was... 
picturing me when I ran the half marathon at Manchester a few months ago. Yeah. I, I remembered running down Deansgate with everyone cheering yes. and, and that lifted me. Really? Yeah. Oh, well yeah. done. That was see, good. see th these runs, we're talking about running now and mindset and all that sort of stuff, but these runs are the ones that condition us for race day or for when the longer runs get tough because the, it's better to be go through a little bit of fire in a, on a training run near home then you've then you've experienced that and you've experienced what it feels like and that's what I always say to people and to myself when it's uncomfortable like actually get in the uncomfortable and actually feel it feel it where's it hurt what's uncomfortable and just sit in it because it won't last forever no and at least it really tested my mental mental strength but at least I know it's it's there because cardio wise it wasn't out of breath my body was screaming but I knew that's that just it. because I'd put it through something and it wasn't broken. It was just, I just hit a wall. I've never felt like that before. It's the yeah. first time it's happened to that degree when I'd stopped and I was like, no, no I can't go on. No, I can't. And it doesn't, I'm not, because I'm, I'm quite determined and I think I'm resilient, but wow. And, it, and I, re I nearly sat down on the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing really. So I've had enough I, of this, lads. I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine I sat down and someone would have pulled over and gone, "Are you okay?" Are you okay? No, no, I'm not I'm actually. Like, no, I'm is it take me home. Yeah, can I even lift home? <laughs> or get a bus? Imagine getting on a bus. If oh. it, I really needed one of those old style buses or a tram, you know, you could just jump on the back. Yeah, just get get, get a couple of miles on the tram and then yeah, run back. Yeah, and then home. just jump on it and then just jump back off. Yeah, <laughs> it is tough. I don't think I've run. I haven't run. I've not run over half marathon this year. I am going to do though. I just, I just don't know what it might be this. I don't know. It might be this weekend. I don't know. I want to get over that twenty-one k mark definitely. Yeah, you need to break that. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm going to go further than sixteen, and I certainly don't know. I'm going to add on another fucking ten. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> you will do it. You'll do it. You'll do it. You'll do it. It's all about conditioning the mind and the oh body. Oh God. Um, yeah. You're going to. You're going. Um, Tell me about, are you, are you going to races a lot? Do you like horses? I do. I love horses. And oh. it does look like I have a bit of a horse racing obsession yeah. at the moment, which I don't. It's just, it was um, Alan, my stepdad's birthday. So we bought him tickets for Cartmel. So we're all going because oh. that's lovely. Yeah, so that's in August, Bank Holiday Monday. And then my friend Stacey, shout out to you. Hi, Stacey. Happy birthday for earlier this month. Happy birthday, Stacey. She's the uh, owner of Flourish Finance. Best accountant there is. Best accountant there is? Mm. Cracky, that yeah. is quite a... Uh, an accolade. Well done, Stacey. It's her birthday, so I bought tickets for Chester races because she likes doing things. Okay. Um, and then I'm actually being very posh and going to Ascot Whoa. this weekend. Okay. Uh, in a box. What sort of horse box? No, like oh. a fancy box. <laughs> Whose box is so? One of Pete's friends. Um, I met him at a wedding before Christmas. Dead nice guy. He just messaged Pete saying, do you and Laura want to come to Ascot in a box? I'm like, well, yeah. Well, like, like, well, like I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's not every day you get invited to a box at Ascot. Is he a um, strong man as well? No, oh. no, he's not. Uh, he's a project manager and he likes drinking. Ooh, um, I know how this is going. So we're going. We can't get a hotel because it's too last minute. So we're just going to stay in the camper van. Yay! So that's fine. Um also keeps the costs down. Thank you. Um, cost of and living. Pete went, how the hell have you ended up with a box at Ascot? Because he's not the type of person that you would expect to have a box at Ascot. And he oh went, no. oh, I got drunk at a charity auction and left five grand lighter and with a box at Ascot. Five grand? Five Gs. <gasps> oh, wow. That is such a lot of cash. Five grand? Five thousand pounds. 
I'm like, do you want some money for this box? He went, no, nah, I've already spent it now. It's fine. Just come and have a good time. I'm like, okay, I can do that. So wow. So that's, that's, that's the story behind Ascot. But what will you do, park in the car park? Are you allowed to do that? No. So we've got a campsite for the night before so I can get ready, have a shower and have power to get ready. Oh, okay. And then we're just going to have to park on like a country road. Or oh, there is a train station car park that's like five minutes away from Ascot. What's happened to your additional shower up. facility that Pete's bought for you? For, for, for Oh, yeah, that's really good. But it, we, you can't use it unless you're kind of like camped, I don't think. Oh, okay. So I may inadvertently, never know, could inadvertently end up in a dogging spot. <laughs> Who knows? Next podcast, hey, I, want, I will reveal all of my escapades. Hashtag dogging in Ascot. <laughs> well, there you go. If you know a decent spot in Ascot where Laura and Pete can pan, pan, oh, the camper... safely. Safely. Please yeah, message me. please Vicky let me know. Because I've had a look on this website and people rent out their own driveways. But they, said, oh. they say the space, you have to book it and pay first and they give you the exact address. Got you. So you can't contact the person who has this drive, driveway spot. So it says can fit up to a four by four, so which we could park the van yeah. there, but I don't think they'd be expecting us to come and live on their driveway for the night. <laughs> but at imagine, least. imagine me and Pete. We drive, so we won't be in it. We'll park it and we'll go to Ascot for yeah, the day, yeah, yeah. and then walk back. And then they'll look, be looking out the window, and I'll be sat there with me cooking still, making a cheese and ham toast before I go to bed. <laughs> and with me cat, and then my kettle making my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> kettle boiling. Oh, don't mind me. But on the positive note, no dogging on the driveway. No dogging on the driveway. So, that is a positive. So you got, you have to take the the good and the bad, right? <laughs> That's made me chuckle. That, that's excellent. Okay. Um, should we get into... Yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, there's no. one more thing I'd like to say. Okay. Um, Tony's waving his arms around. I am. I, I really am an, an, an animated. Sometimes we should uh, we should uh, uh, film it. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, well, just want to say congratulations to uh, Andrea and Vicky, who got a promotion at Fresh oh, last week. yes, they did. Yeah. Hard work pays off. Yeah, it does. So Vicky has been promoted officially now to manager of Fresh Perspective Resourcing, which is no mean feat. I don't know how that's happened. Me neither. But she Mm. definitely deserves it. I think so. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And Andrea has been promoted from assistant team lead to full team lead. Full team. Well done, Andrea. Yeah, excellent work, guys. Well done, everybody. And congratulations. It's it's really, really good. I'm really chuffed. They're two great people. Well, Andrea is. They're two, no, I'm joking. They're two great people. And um, yeah, they always make me feel very welcome. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, happy birthday. My hands are waving oh, again. My hands are going again. Happy birthday to Liam Mulligan. He was 40 last Happy birth- Happy mm, birthday week. to you. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Liam. Okay, right. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Today's episode is about yeah. knowing your worth and how you define success, which might be two separate topics, but I think they link to each other. Yeah. So, Tony. Oh, God. How do you def- how would you define success? So Chris Ball asked me and Emily this hmm. in our hey session. Hi Chris. Do you think he listens to podcasts? Oh, I don't. I feel like he should do now. Yeah, he should. He's Carry been on. Brought into the fresh world orbit. Mm, yeah, it's good use so of the word. So I feel like orbit. he should. Um, so all right. So okay. How do, do you know what Emily said? Yeah. Uh, when she has a dishwasher. <laughs> I 
don't think he was expecting it. I went first. I'm like, well, obviously, I'd really like a yacht. Uh, I'd love to travel more. So being able to travel more, not worry about money and just be like, I want to do that, so I'm going to do that. I don't need tons of money, but I'd oh. love to be well off, comfortable enough that yeah. I'm not like, oh, that's expensive. If I don't do this and I do that, then I can do this. And just to be able to go and travel. I'd love um, so a little bit of land so I can have a horse. Pete wants his own gym. Um, Jesus. And just to be happy and content and feel like, I'm having a positive impact and leaving a legacy behind. And then Emily went and said, well, I'd really like a dishwasher. Yeah. A dishwasher, um, that's the thing to aim for, isn't it? Absolutely. I wonder what that Life means and represents. Goals. Well, she wanted, she wants other things. Very similar to me. We're not bothered about fancy cars and Rolex no, and stuff like I, that. I, yeah, it's I, more about feeling content and happy and having the freedom and flexibility to travel, spend time with loved ones, be happy and content in the house that you live, have a bit of land, have some animals, and just love life. Have some animals. Help as many people as possible. Where yeah. I think that's an inbuilt desire in most Help of people. the people that are, um, are part of Fresh. Well, all of them. Time is the only thing we've got isn't it and spending time the success is spending free time with with doing stuff that you want to do without barriers i'd love yeah. to i'd love to race abroad i'd love to oh, run me too i'd, I'd love to do the like new york, new york Ma- marathon, marathon. Yeah. i'd love to do that so depending on what my knees say in the next few weeks 2024 uh stand by we're halfway there with the york marathon we just need the, the new the tony just needs to book it <laughs> yes tony does <laughs> um yeah, I, I don't know. It's a funny thing, isn't it? What does success look like? Because um, to some people, it will be money and things. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how they define it. could be like having millions in the bank or, um, uh, you know, Rolexes and a Ferrari or Lamborghini on or the drive. Or a box at Ascot. box at Ascot. It, it manifests itself in different ways, but I just, I just thought it was an interesting... I'd like to do more travel. By the way, the um, the little grunting that you can hear is uh, Louis, which is Laura's oldest pug. Yeah, I think he's just woke up. Um, it, it, dogs are really phenomenal at sleeping. He just literally just fell asleep as Laura sh- quietly shuts the door to the podcast booth. He, he just, he, feel, he fell asleep literally at, at the drop of a hat. I want to say the drop of a hat that instantaneously went to sleep. It's phenomenal. It is a, a very good skill that he has. Phenomenal. P- pugs, I think, specifically good. Particularly good at mm. this. I would define success as having, yeah, the disposable income to do a, do a bit of travel and just to feel comfortable. Fit okay. to, to feel comfortable. Um, which is linked, which is not linked to knowing your worth, is it? I've got a lot to say on knowing your worth. But anyway, let's talk. carry on talking about manifesting so, how, how it manifests itself yeah because someone i think it might have been chris or someone else is like how do you know when you are successful and that is a tough one because it's like someone saying how do you know when you're happy like what what how do you find happiness you can't really can you because happiness isn't um a destination it's no. just part of the should be part of the journey and is success the destination so a, a, a phrase that I always share about mental health, and this could be attributed to other things, is like you never know if you're if you're on a peak until you're on the way down, and you never know you're in a trough until you're on the way up. So maybe you will never know until so you've you only know felt, until you felt that feeling, right? Yeah. Like, so success to me is a feeling, rather than actual material objects. 
Yeah. Just my desk so, so it's how do you know when you are successful? That is a good question. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Is it rhetorical? N no. <laughs> it can't I'm be. looking at. But I'm it's looking at your inspiration. What means? Me, so part of my my feeling successful is success to me is is leaving a legacy, having a positive impact. So how I know if I'm being successful is am I building that legacy? I, I, am I leaving a trail of positive impact behind me? Yeah. And so it's keeping an eye on that because if I'm not, then I'm not doing what I You're need to do to be successful. Okay. So it's just figuring out. And then, so if you if you are into material things, you will be able to define success probably easier than people that aren't into material things. Because if you have you that material thing, that is one of your points of success. You can see the stuff that you've got, yeah. So absolutely. maybe we should switch to material things, and then um, maybe we could have like a bead uh, for every or a marble for every positive impact that you make. Mm. And then, oh. then you can look at your pile of marbles and be like, "Wow, look at this! This is, this is success." Look at my marble jar. Look at my marble jar. Look at my oh, marble jar. Oh, we could go and visit the fresh forest. Yes. Because we can see we've actually recently planted Planted. our fifth hundred. Fifth hundred. Fifth hundred. Five hundred. Oh my god. Five hundredth. Fifth hundredth tree, apparently, and that's how many people we've positively impacted. Oh, great. So that's so that's success. Well done. Okay. Well, this the is forest. really good. So maybe. We need physical things for the points of success, so then we can see. Because we're quite visual people, aren't we? it is visual, we? yeah. Yeah. And that is visual. And then it will be easier to answer the question. Do you know your worth? <sighs> yes, I think so. In a, I think, personally, it's been a difficult process, and I've put up with a lot of crap from men in particular. Ooh. In my mm -hmm. personal life, I oh. would say, since my thir since turning 30, um, you know, which Two wasn't that ago. long ago yet, um, <laughs> I've, I've not, I understand my own worth um, as a female. Yeah. And in business, I do think I understand my worth or the business's worth. Yeah. My Our business coach, Paula. Hiya, Paula. She always always jumped into our head, and I still think it now whenever anyone asks me for a discount, which actually doesn't happen very often. Wowzer. Uh, and I think that's because um, worth is linked to value. So if we're showing the value then people think we're, we're worth it. So they don't ask for a discount. But when people do, I just hear all the time Paula saying, never, ever discount unless you're going to get something back from it in return. So if I do discount at Fresh, which hardly ever do, I make sure I get something in return. Don't just discount for the sake of it. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting that sometimes with... Um, so part of our business is working in a transactional world, which is absolutely fine. Living in a transactional in a world, world and I, I am a transactional, transactional girl, guy, man, <laughs> and person. Sometimes we have to, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we have to. We walk away from opportunities because I don't want to. I don't want to deliver a product that devalues that product. If that makes sense, because we've got a lot more things to offer as uh, an organization and as a as a brewery and an added value than just beer as in you know people the provenance how it's made the quality there's a lot of things that go into that product which means that if we devalue it we just we're just doing ourselves out we're just doing ourselves a disservice really and if, if people don't understand the value and the quality and they want to pay a little bit more then don't buy it simple as that well, yeah, because the beer in this example is the physical yeah, end it's a physical point thing. of yeah. the journey. Yeah. And it's just 
whatever everything that goes into getting that beer to someone it's not just about how much that beer is it's everything else like last week's uh, podcast was about customer experience that is what's involved in it yeah if it's just a cheap a cheaper product then you don't get all the added bits of the customer experience and stuff like that no nope. and you're probably not going to be loyal to that brand you just go to someone else after it or you might not have a good time and then they'll come knocking on your door but it's um i did a post about it on linkedin this week mm. and a lot of people are of the same mindset that if you discount your products or services you are devaluing your brand because you're agreeing with them that it's not worth it so that's why I, that's Ooh. why I usually don't discount because I'm like no this is the best price for what you've got we do a lot we're cheaper faster and better than our competition why would we discount why would we discount because with our competition though. you're going to have to pay more because they charge a percentage whereas we we have a unique pricing model charge do you? time oh I didn't know that um <laughs> So they're going to pay more with our competition. So it really upsets me when they get more from us than our competition and we're cheaper when they then ask for a discount. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't mind giving <laughs> a discount to some people, but I need something back. Yeah, like regular customers, happy to. But yeah, you should get something back in return. It's a, it's a, a negotiation. It's a compromise. It's a meeting in the middle. I'm like, okay, well, if I knock this off for you, can, if you do this for me, then you've got yourself a deal. It has to be t- a two-way process. Yeah, but also knowing when to um, when it, when to walk away from an opportunity, or because you get into the point where it's like, why would I devalue? Yeah, my products or service to a point just to get a deal over the line. So reduce margin. Yeah. If they do it once, they'll do it again. And it's like, so either I've not communicated my value or my worth in the in the proposal or the pitch, or they don't give a shit anyway. Exactly. And if they don't care about all the other bits in the value, then they're not the right customer. No. And it's only going to cause you more problems further down the line. And I speak from experience. When we have done that, they've just been a nightmare. Been hard work to deal with because they don't appreciate all the other stuff and the value. They're only focused on the cost. They're not the right people for fresh. No. And it's not an enjoyable process. And that is just... And, that, and it's just as important, and I tell my guys, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, it's just important to qualify that opportunity in or out of the pipeline. Absolutely. Not, not all business is the right business. Not all people should be your friend or your romantic partner. You oh. choose them, don't you? Hmm. For, for reasons. You qualify them in yeah. or so out. It's the same with, it shouldn't be any different in business. It's still people that you're dealing with. Yeah, and I've had to convince that, I've had to, not convince, I've had to tell the guys, that, you know, our sales team that, you, you really, really must qualify in or out because otherwise you're just going to be wasting your time with people that aren't on our wavelength and everything, everyone's not for everyone. So no. it's important to qualify And if you don't, out. you just end up being miserable because you see them ringing and you're yep. like, oh, oh, I don't want to speak to them because they're not very nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's the same if you're not in a sales capacity or you don't own your own business and, you, and you're not kind of focused on bringing in customers and things like that. In any kind of work capacity, it's knowing you're worth so mm-hmm. um, I think like how you price your, your products and services is, is one thing. But then also how I suppose it's being rewarded for the value that you bring at work when you're an employee. How you price yourself. Yeah, how you price yourself. So when you're going for a job or when you've got a job, if you feel like you deserve a pay rise because you've added more value, you've upskilled, you've got more responsibility, uh, tons of accountability, and you've had a positive impact, that, and then you feel like you should be rewarded for that, then you absolutely must go and yep. ask. 100%. But don't just go in and say, Oh, yeah, can I have a few Can I have a pay rise, please? And they go, Okay, 
why and they're like uh or go in and go i want a pair eyes and they go well okay what do you want a pair eyes too mm, i don't know you need to be Have prepared a plan. like in any sales capacity you show the value don't you it's a you, you put together a proposal or a quote or a solution you pitch it you bring it to life with passion enthusiasm these are the positive benefits these are the positive impact with vigor. Yeah, you absolutely. will get from working with us yeah. and this just happens to be what you're going to have to spend and it should be the same at work you go in, you deliver the positive benefits, the positive impact you've had, the value you've brought to the table, and then you say, and therefore, this is what I am valued at now. Yeah, under the, under, the money. underpin it with some tangible examples. It might be monetary, it might be some projects, it might be something similar, so some KPIs you've yeah. achieved in the workplace. Then you've got case study, examples, actually, yeah, tangible, tangible metrics that you can hang your hat on. To say, please can have some more beans. Yeah, someone did it at Fresh. I'm not going to name names. Oh, but someone did it at Fresh. Um, asked for a pay rise. Well done. But had oh. literally more than a page of word of reasons why. What? And they proper pitched me like how they've skilled up, they, where they've got more responsibility, where they've gone above and beyond, where they've done things that aren't in their job description. Like there was lists after lists it's, of all these things. It was amazing. Kudos to them. And there was absolutely no way that I could have said no. Fantastic. It was amazing. And if any everybody did that, because if you can't do that, then you probably don't deserve a pay rise and you need to have a chat with your manager and, and look at what do you need to do in order to progress in the business and have a plan. Um, but if you can list out reasons and reasons and reasons as to why you should get one, then you absolutely should go and ask. Demonstrate what the worst it. he can say is, is no. no. And then you have a choice. Do you stay in where you are and, and try again in the future or then do you, do you look elsewhere to see if someone else would value you more? Very good. <laughs> and then you ring fresh and see if we can then help you find Yes, you do. <laughs> you must. Ah, tedious link back there. <laughs> yeah, it's important. It's important. Um, and as well, I think it works the other way with employers. Mm. So how to keep hold of your staff, how to get more from yourself. Obviously, you don't ask them for a pay rise or anything, but you might ask them to do more or... Um, the, I don't know, you want them to stay with you. You want more commitment, more responsibility, uh, more productivity and efficiency. I don't know what it is, but it's, you have to then almost pitch to them mm. and do more for them and show them what you've done for them in order to kind of, for them to understand that, that commitment that you've brought, the loyalty, dedica dedication that you have to them. I think it works. It works in any direction. It just obviously takes shape in a different way. Oh. Well, and that is a lovely, lovely area to finish in, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh. So, you know, take a leaf out of L'Oreal's book because you are totally worth, worth it. it. L'Oreal. Yeah, I don't use that product. Um, reminds me, I do need to buy some pillows, actually, today. That's <laughs> something. Pillows? Yeah. L'Oreal to pillows. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I wrote it down here. Like L'Oreal hair. Uh, hair goes on the pillow. On the pillow. Yeah, right, okay, got, yeah. get it, I get that's it. The, that's the tedious link. <laughs> That is a tedious link. It is tedious. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, for listening. Namaste. Namaste. I don't think there's anything else that we want to promote or uh, trail, actually. Um, I, I'm trying to think of something, but there isn't. No. Thanks very much for listening, for everybody. Um, have a nice day. Peace out. 
Thanks for listening to a fresh perspective on business podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us and don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.